being unstoppable is such a powerful thing. And I think that when we really think about life, I want us all to start looking at our lives as a high stake situation, meaning the risk of living an unfulfilled life should be so huge that we are not willing to take it. Grown Girl Gang, welcome back to the Go We Grow Now podcast. I am your host, Victoria. If you are looking for tips, advice, and or inspiration, then you are in the right place. This podcast was created to help you navigate life and live your most fulfilled life. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are already a part of the Grown Girl Gang, I'm so happy to have you back joining me in the new year. So first things first, I want to wish you all a happy new year. Happy 2024. I hope you were all able to enter into this new year feeling rested and refreshed and really just ready to have your best year yet and to really own this year. I am beyond excited to really go after my goals this year. I don't know about you guys, but I was really feeling the growing pains last year, but I just have such a good feeling and a positive energy coming into 2024. And I just know that this is going to be my year of accomplishments. And I actually want to do better with actually sharing my goals and sharing updates on how I'm doing and how I'm moving towards them. Because I know for me personally, when people share their goals and how they've accomplished them or what they are doing to reach their goals, that keeps me so inspired. I love to hear other people's goals and how they're reaching them because that's just a reminder that I can also reach mine if I put in the work. So please feel free to send me a DM, share your goals with me, share your accomplishments with me. We are literally in this year together and we are all just going to have the best year yet. I'm going to go ahead and manifest that for all of us. So this year, I wanted to come in the year with a mantra along with my goals. So I want to share my 2024 mantra with you all. So my mantra is to open every door possible that aligns with my vision. Let the ones that close, close, but always continue to move forward with intention and the knowledge that my time is coming. So this really just is in line with the feeling that I'm getting of 2024 being my year of accomplishment. So again, I'm so excited. So naturally in today's episode, I really want to talk about elevating our lives and how we can become unstoppable this year. So this topic, I got to give a little shout out to my four-year-old niece. She's like the cutest four-year-old ever. She keeps saying she's going to be unstoppable for Halloween. And I was like, what? What do you mean unstoppable? But she loves the song Unstoppable by Sia. So I don't exactly know what she means by being unstoppable for Halloween. But just having that little mini convo with my niece made me want to have an episode on being unstoppable because even when you listen to the lyrics of the song, being unstoppable is such a powerful thing. And I think that when we really think about life, I want us all to start looking at our lives as a high stake situation, meaning the risk of living an unfulfilled life should be so huge 
that we are not willing to take it. I want us all to get to the point that when we start to feel stuck, stagnant, unhappy, or unfulfilled in life, that we already know that this is not it. So we make the time to reevaluate the things that are causing us to feel this way. For me, I want to really start looking at these feelings in the same way that I would go to the doctor if I felt like there was something wrong with my health or the same way that I would schedule a session with my therapist if I felt like I had some emotional things to work out. So I really want to be so in tuned and tapped into the way that I feel about my life and the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis that when I start to feel like I'm going through the motions of life and I'm just feeling really stagnant and on autopilot and not in a good way, I want to be able to take a moment to really evaluate those feelings and figure out what I really am missing to get me more content and fulfilled with my life. Fulfillment truly is different for everyone. So really understanding. So really getting to a place where you understand what a fulfilling life looks like for you is going to be so huge. Something that can help with this is to really do check-ins with yourself. If you can, take a seven day period and really evaluate how you feel after you do your day-to-day task. And after that week, I really want you to evaluate your results for the week and take notes of how you feel after literally everything. So during the work week, I want you to take a note how you feel after meetings that you have, after you meet with your manager, after you have different interactions with your coworkers. I want you to take notes on how you feel about the workout class you're going to or how you feel after the dinner that you had with a friend or the phone call that you had. So really be in tune with the tasks that you are doing and just know how you feel after. And so when you go back and evaluate these things, I want you to really dig in deep to see how you felt. So for example, if you felt a lot of anxiety surrounding all your meetings or you felt high levels of stress or you felt not so great talking and meeting with your manager and your coworkers, then that would be a clear sign that it's time to reevaluate your work situation because it's bringing you anxious feelings and you really aren't liking the interactions that you're having with the people that you work with. In the same way, evaluate your time that you spent with your friends or the phone calls and conversations that you had after dinner with a friend. Did you just leave feeling very drained and exhausted? And if you did, take note of that. I'm not saying to act on that immediately, but take note of that because maybe that was a one-off situation. But if you notice that you constantly feel this way after every hangout or phone call, then it's time for you to reevaluate that friendship. And the same with your workout class. If you feel like after your workout, you really hated that class and you feel worse than you did before you walked in, then find a workout that you enjoy more. The point of this exercise is to really tap into how you feel after you do your day-to-day thing so that you can figure out what you can do differently so that you can create more joy and fulfillment into your life. After you evaluate those things, I want you to ask yourself these two questions. Firstly, ask yourself, how do I want to feel inside? 
really think about how you want to feel day to day. Of course, our feelings are always going to change, but what core feeling do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed at night, in the middle of your day, when you're doing the different things throughout your day? And then the second question I want you to ask yourself is what is something that I can start doing today that will bring more joy into my life? And when you do these kind of evaluations and when you ask yourselves and when we ask ourselves these questions, that's when we really tap into the different things that light us up. And maybe you can't think of something that could help bring more joy into your life. That's okay. That's just a sign that you need to figure it out. So go and try different things to figure that out. And eventually you are going to land on something that you like. And again, when you're trying these different things, take note of how you feel after you do these different hobbies. So when it comes to really trying to live your most fulfilled life, I really start to think about the whole trend that we've been seeing on social media with soft girl era. And really, I think that soft girl era is a result of a lot of us being overworked. But also, I really think that a lot of us are living these unfulfilled lives And I think soft girl era is really just a way of us trying to seek out a more fulfilling life. I know for me, when I think of soft girl era, it is really about being able to do what I'm passionate about without worrying about how much money I make. I think there really is a world between having a job that you're passionate about and that you love, but also having the balance and freedom to not have work be your whole life and be able to enjoy other things in life with the people that you love or even by yourself. I am like queen of solo trips. So I definitely advocate for traveling and doing things on your own as well. But what I really have realized as I've gotten older is that we cannot get our time back. And I know people who just work, 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 and they say, you know what, right now I'm grinding. I'm going to live life later. When I retire, I'll have enough money to do all the things that I want to do. I think great work, build your career if that's what you love doing. But I do think that there is a flaw in that way of thinking because the reality is tomorrow is not promised to anyone. So why not find a way to balance that grind with also living your life and doing things that you love outside of work and really just trying to create beautiful memories for your life as you go along building your career and building that retirement plan. So when I think about creating a more fulfilled life, to me, that really is just a combination of setting boundaries at work and in our relationships to help prevent being burnt out and feeling like we're stuck spending most of our time doing things that we just don't enjoy doing. So I want to share some tips on how we can all start to create a life that we find more fulfilling by implementing small changes that will lead to our big goal of living a balanced and fulfilled life. So before I get into those tips, I really just want to say that a part of being able to create your dream life that's more fulfilling is that you have to be willing to be selfish for a certain period of time. And I I want you to really be selfish and focus on your goals and commit to being disciplined, consistent, and just being willing to let go of the things that aren't serving you. I want you to put that focus and that consistency and all that work and determination into your goals all year 
long. If you are not happy with your life, figure out why and take this whole year to change it. And I want you to be so determined to change it that you're willing to be selfish. The people who love you are going to understand because the people who love you want you to be happy. You elevating and creating a more fulfilling life for yourself is going to benefit everyone around you. So while you might be thinking, oh, I can't be selfish. And I get it. When you have people who count on you, you can really feel like you can't spend time doing things for yourself because there's so many things that you have to do for them. But again, when you make a choice to create a better and happier you and a better and happier life for yourself, that is going to positively impact those relationships because if you are more fulfilled and happy, they will also feel that energy coming from you and that's going to really just flow into your relationships. So here are nine things that I personally believe will help all of us live a more fulfilling life. So the first one is connection with people. As humans, we naturally crave connection. Whether we are introverts or extroverts, we still need human connection. But I have to say this, who we have relationships with is very important. It's not about being around a lot of people and having a ton of friends. It is really about having those authentic and meaningful connections and those friendships and relationships that just feel really safe where you can be yourself, you can show up happy, you can show up sad, upset with a dilemma, and that person is going to be willing to listen and love you anyway, and you are going to do the same thing for them. When you have strong and safe friendships, that really does add a lot of value to your life and it does make you happier and it also helps you feel more fulfilled. So I really want you to think about your relationships and think about the deepness in your relationships. Think about the safety you feel and think about what your closest relationships mean to you and how they affect your life. The second thing is consistency. If you decide to focus on one thing this year, let it be consistency. Being consistent is a guaranteed way to become unstoppable. Your consistency is what is going to build your momentum in whatever you are working towards. It's how you will develop better habits to really fall in line with your vision for your life. It's also what will get you your elevated life and it will keep you focused enough to overcome the challenges that you are going to face whenever you are trying to build a better life for yourself because challenges, they always come for everyone. But when you build that habit of consistency, it's going to lead to discipline. And the beautiful thing about consistency is that the more you do that and the more you show up for yourself, you are going to build your confidence and you are going to trust yourself more. And that in return is going to help you achieve more of your goals and more of the things that you are working towards. The third thing is really changing your mindset. I know I have said this before in the podcast and I will probably say it a million times this year, but you cannot create this flourishing life from a negative mindset. There is a huge difference between having a negative experience and feeling the emotions that come along with it and healing and finding a way to overcome that and move on from it versus having a negative experience and letting that change your mindset to be 
more negative. Hard things are going to happen in life. It's going to come and it really is up to us to decide what we are going to do after those situations. Are we going to let it change us for good and overcome the situation or are we going to let it be the root of our self-destruction? When something negative starts to really seep in or bitterness sets in, instead of letting it ruminate and grow, I want to challenge you to take the time to journal it out. I am a believer in journaling. Really get it out. I want you to get all of the feelings out and then I want you to figure out why you're feeling this way and then replace that feeling with a positive thought or belief. The fourth thing is accountability. Being able to have the self-awareness to hold yourself accountable is really game-changing, but also having people in your close circle who you trust and who are willing to hold you accountable and to tell you when you are wrong or challenge certain things that you do, of course, in a loving way is really going to be a big deal. If you have someone who is just a mirror to what you think and what you want, that's not going to help you grow, especially because we all have blind spots to ourselves. But hearing our loved ones and our close friends' perspective on the things that we are doing that we really can't see that maybe aren't the best for us and isn't the best thing to do for other people either is really going to be game-changing because when you have people in your corner who have your best interest at heart, they are going to be willing to help you grow and help guide you into being the best version of yourself. I know personally, I want that for my friends and I hope that I can also be able to do that for my friends because that is like a beautiful part of friendship is to help each other grow, to help each other learn new perspectives. And we don't always have to agree, but I think that being able to have a friend group that is willing to hold you accountable and also hold themselves accountable is really great. The fifth thing is really protecting your vision. So not everyone will understand your vision. And when you have people in your ear projecting their limiting beliefs on what you want and what you know you are capable of achieving, that will start to cause doubt. So this year, you don't have room for that. Literally none of us do. So we have to really go full force and assure ourselves that we can figure anything out. There is not one thing that you can't figure out. How do you think the world has evolved so much? It's because people have seen different pain points and figured out how to improve them and make life easier. So as I said, literally anything can be figured out. You just have to believe in yourself enough to know that you can. The sixth one is finding your purpose. Truly, I can do a whole episode on this and I think I actually will later in this month, but knowing your purpose really helps you navigate life and it's your guide to help you create meaning in your life. Actually, I did a little bit of research on the benefits of knowing your purpose in life and research shows that it helps you live longer because it gives a lot of people a reason to live 
When you know your purpose, it helps you become really sure of who you are and you have a greater sense of being. It is really important that your purpose is in line with something that you are passionate about or that you enjoy doing so that you will feel fulfilled. Number seven is internal validation over external validation. Understanding that the most important thing is how you feel with the life that you are creating and the choices that you are making for your life is going to need to be king. You have to build up your confidence and belief in yourself so that whenever someone comes in to try to cause doubt or to invalidate who you are and your strengths and how great you are, it is not going to matter to you because you are so sure of the person that you are and you've already been giving yourself so much internal validation that the negative external validation that comes from strangers, that comes from family members or frenemies is just not going to bother you because you know exactly who you are and people aren't going to be able to take what you did not let them build up. So it's really important that you are able to really build yourself up, build your confidence up, build that self-love up for yourself so that when someone does try to come around and tear you down and discourage you, it's really not going to work because again, you're already so confident. You already have taken the time to pour into yourself and to become really sure of yourself that what they're saying is, is really just going to go in one ear and out the other. Number eight, be brave. Being willing to step out of your comfort zone and take calculated risks is so huge. If you never step out of your comfort zone and if you let fear keep you comfortable, you are going to miss out on so many things. You are going to miss out on the opportunity to really go after the things that you love. And I believe that when we don't take risks, when we aren't brave enough to go after the things we've always wanted to do, the only thing that we end up with is regret and resentment for not ever trying. The worst thing that could happen if you go after something and it doesn't work is that it doesn't work. But the beauty in that is that you can take all of the lessons and all of the findings from that experience and either try again or apply that to something different. But the key is to really be brave and to not be afraid to not get it right. Number nine is having grace. We have to be able to have grace for ourselves and other people as humans. None of us are perfect. We are going to make the wrong decisions. We are going to hurt each other. We aren't always going to get it right, but we have to be willing to have grace for that and really to forgive quickly. And that means forgiving yourself for things that you hold on to and forgiving other people. And I do want to say that when you forgive someone, it doesn't mean that you have to still keep this close connection with them if it was something that you can forgive, but you don't want in your life, that's okay. But really holding on to anger and grudges against people is only going to be detrimental to yourself because it is like poison in the body. I feel like this is another thing that we can have a whole episode on, but you just have to remember that forgiving other people is for you because no one should have that amount of power over you that it can literally change your mood, 
change who you are and create such a negative aura onto your life because the reality is the person that you have that anger for that's eating you up inside, it's probably out there living their best life without a care in the world. So really just seeing it from that perspective and realizing that there's no reason why they should have any effect on your life should really just help you be willing to forgive them because it's really not about them. It's about you and how you can show up best in your life. And I know I said I was going to give you nine things, but I just thought of another one. So I'm going to add that in. The 10th thing is gratitude. Gratitude is the foundation of so many good things. Having a grateful heart and living your life from the lens of gratitude will change the way that you walk through life. It is so, so easy to focus on the negative But when we choose to focus on the positive, it really boosts our moods. It will boost our outlook on life. And I believe that it really does attract more good things into your life. Of course, it doesn't mean that you won't ever run into a challenge, but it really just alters the way that you experience things and the way that you respond to things. I really do think gratitude is so important, so much so that I want to talk about a few ways that we can all really tap into our gratitude this year. So the first one is to practice mindfulness. It's so important to slow down and to be present in the moment so that we can fully experience things. A really good way of doing this is to tap into your senses more and that means really savoring things. So think about when you're eating a meal, really tap into your sense of smell and depending on what kind of food, you can tap into your sense of touch and then of course your sense of taste. But really when you are in these moments, just tapping into all of your senses is going to help you be more present and just be more mindful and involved in the situation. Another thing that we can do to tap into gratitude is to really show appreciation for the people in our life, whether that's writing a cute little love note or appreciation note, or just making sure that when you see them, you tell them how much you appreciate the different things that they do for you and how they show up in your life. One, that is going to make that person feel so good, especially you just never know what kind of day they just had. So you showing your appreciation to them and telling them how much they mean to you and how grateful you are for everything that they do for you could literally light up their day in a way that you might not even expect, but also is just really good for our own souls to show that appreciation and to give gratitude to the people in our lives. Another way to tap into gratitude is to really reframe negative experiences. So as I mentioned earlier, really finding the lesson in our negative experiences and situations, this can even be used as a journaling prompt, especially if you have one that's really eating at you and that you find that it really comes up a lot in conversation. So ask yourself, what was the silver lining in this situation? How can you grow or evolve from this? And what is the good thing that you were able to take from this situation that you can apply in your life now? Another way to tap into gratitude is really being mindful of the way that you speak, choosing to speak in a way that is positive and express gratitude over a way that really evokes negative feelings and emotions from people 
one that's going to strengthen your relationships and you will also become the person that people gravitate to because no one's going to gravitate to a negative Nancy. People are going to gravitate to the people who speak life into them and who make them feel good. Really just finding a gratitude practice that works for you is what's going to be the best way to live a more grateful life. So I know most of the information that I have told you about how to become unstoppable and to really tap into these different things so that you can live a more fulfilled life, it really is not new information. If you've ever looked up what successful people do or how to be successful, then you will probably find these same things. The difference is how you hear it and what causes you to feel inspired by it enough to start making those changes in your life. You really have to get to a point where you decide that today is going to be different. I know I've heard this before, but today's the day that I'm going to execute and today's the day that I'm going to start to really implement these things so that I can live a more fulfilled life that makes me a lot happier. So the first step is to really hear these things. The second step is to develop a plan to figure out how you're going to go after the things that you want. And the next step is to put your plan into action and really execute your plan. And really, when you see people living their most fulfilled life and doing the things that they dream of, use that as your inspiration because if they can do it, so can you. I even think about this book that I read. Someone said my mom, I forgot the name of the book, but it's about the creator of Netflix and the book really details how Netflix came to be. But the only difference between the creator of Netflix and us is that he believed in his idea. He went after it and really he went after all of his ideas and he just kept coming up with new ideas when one didn't work until he found an idea that stuck. Why do you think he did that? It's because he knew that one day one of his ideas was going to hit and it was just a matter of when. So he relentlessly went after all of his ideas and he surrounded himself with people who could help him. If you want to create the life of your dreams, that is exactly what you need to do. Continue to work towards your ideas, work towards your goals, and surround yourself with people who help you elevate your life and who are going to make a positive addition to your life. You can achieve any Anything that you want to achieve, it really is just up to you to make the plan and execute. All right, well, that is today's episode. I, again, am so excited for this year. I know it's going to be a beautiful year for all of us, and I'm really hoping that you were able to find some tips in this episode to help you live your most fulfilled life. And until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.